I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be, and that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Vault. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Growth Vault podcast. Today, I have a special treat for you again. Now, the last episode we published was a group Conquer Call, which is, you know, four businesses of similar situations or revenue size that meet every single week and hold each other accountable to, you know, (laughs) chopping wood and getting tasks done. But also included in the Conquer program is a a one-on-one individual call every single month with your Conquer coach. All of our coaches uh, have built and operate or have sold multi-million dollar home service companies. They've all done it, lived it. Uh, it's no theory, the, the way that we do this. It all comes from boots in the ground experience. And this is an example of one of my monthly calls with a guy named Andy. I uh, only recently started working with Andy, still getting to know Andy. Uh, and we had a really deep conversation about some things that I think could really change your life. I hope you enjoy this as you listen along. What do you want to cover, man? Let's crush it. All right. Let's make all of your wildest hopes and dreams come true. That's why we're here, right? That's the whole right. point. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So what are you thinking? What are you, where are you at? What do you want uh, to Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I was, I wrote down, like, I'm still trying to figure out this whole coaching thing. So just like what questions to ask you, how to be the most, you know, take advantage of your abilities and skills and, all that stuff. Um, and so like, for me, you're like, what's going on? I'm thinking employees, that's what I need, you know, but I'm wondering, is that what you think? Like, is that the 80, 20 of what I need to be focused on? It seems like it, that seems the most apparent. Um, and so I know it's a, you know, a little bit of a weakness and that's why I'm not, that's why that that doesn't come the easiest for me. It's, it's a slow deal. Usually I get guys. Oh, are you there? Uh Uh-oh. Tracking them really quickly. You just froze up for a second. Good ones is not the best. You froze up for just a second, but now you're back. Okay. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're good. So the answer to your question is, it depends. Okay. Um, the the whole should I do employees mm-hmm. or not? It depends. You know, I have a kind of a unique method of how I do this, and it's it's changed a lot over the years. Um, I kind of became a coach, which I don't like that word, but it happened on accident originally because I was helping people uh-huh. in an online forum. Uh, because I was excited because my business was working and it was automated and I had freedom and I was doing, I got so obsessed with systems. I started systemizing my family and all this stuff and I would talk about it and people got excited and our industry was, has changed a lot in the last five years for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the sense that it was a very negative kind of industry, right? So if you went to a forum and you asked a question, people 
people would, you know, call you an idiot or they'd like to make fun of you or that people were just really mean on the internet to people. Uh, or if someone was doing something big, they'd want to tear it down. Oh, he's a liar. This and that. There's just like this low level kind of grunt worker, almost like a construction worker, kind of a tone to the industry as a whole, to the cleaning industry, as far as I could tell. And so I started being different than that. And a lot of people hated me for it. Well, then people would start calling my office and then I talked to them on the phone and then it was really fun for a while. And then it wasn't fun because I'd be on the phone all day talking to other people, helping them with their business. Mm-hmm. And what happened was they weren't actually implementing the stuff that I would suggest to them. So I'd say, Hey, do this, do this, do this. But they wouldn't do it. They'd say, thank you so much. You're the man. I started building this reputation and people loved me, but the people I was talking to weren't doing anything really with the information. So then I started charging a little bit to get the information and then people hated me for that. But then a bigger percentage of people were getting big results from the information. So then I started learning and long story short, gradually over time, I realized many, many things. One of them is that people that don't pay, don't pay attention, which is why the program conquer exists. It's why that this whole company exists is, is, you know, and then we learned about accountability, you know, just information alone actually isn't enough because people don't really have a information problem, even though they think they do, they have a behavior problem. And so the purpose of uh, attaching money, giving access to information, but also having weekly accountability, that that recipe gets yields the biggest results, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, the one thing I've learned by working with over a thousand people having conversations just like this is that the best answer that sh- that a good business coach should give the most often should be, it depends. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Originally, when I would help people, what I was doing is I was I was trying to take a person and trying to make them do all the things that I did because that's what was that was what worked for me. And so mm-hmm. I say, do this, then do this, then do this. And depending on their personality type or their risk tolerance or their stress level or their anxiety, sometimes it works, sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes people would like get overwhelmed. And in, in my own immaturity, I would blame that on, well, some people just don't have what it takes. Some people aren't going to do it, right? But I gradually learned that that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. And when you ask a question on the internet, should I, what should I do for employees? Should I hire employees? Should I buy a new truck? Should I buy another business? Should I expand? Should I go into debt? Should I not go into debt? Whatever question you ask, what, what happens is everybody just goes and gives you all these opinions, yeah. but they're giving incompetent advice for one reason. The reason I say it depends and really your primary job you know, you, you, you said you didn't know, you, what should I ask? If we're going to do a one-on-one, I want to get the biggest ROI out of my membership to conquer. What should I come to the table asking? The biggest thing you need to worry about and probably the hardest thing is getting really clear on exactly what you want. That is the thing. When you are clear that on, on what you want, when you want it by, and you want it so bad that your stomach hurts, when you think about it, coaching's easy. The reason answering someone's question that asks a question, should I buy a new truck? Should I do that? It depends. I have no idea. It depends on their risk tolerance or personality type. It depends on how much money's in the bank, what their margins are. It depends on most importantly, what do you want? What are we trying to do here? Mm-hmm. Does this make sense or is it too abstract? No, no, it does. So I mean, like I guess that I was, is the challenge is yeah. 
defining what you want. And yeah. when, when, and it takes some, some people, it takes like a year. I, in fact, really smart it has nothing to do with intelligence, nothing to do with your, if you're motivated or not, you shouldn't even feel bad if you don't know exactly what you want. It's just something people don't ask themselves. And, and usually people only know what they don't want. Human uh-huh. beings are more motivated by avoiding pain than they are by pursuing pleasure. You ever thought about that? Yeah, I wrote it down right here because that was because that was kind of my kind of my question is that okay, we know the primary objective, at least right now, is to grow to hit a million. Okay. And usually we need employees to do that, or we need to raise our prices, or we need to whatever. But I it's hard to learn and get to know someone over Zoom and that kind of thing. But I was thinking like that's something we have to do for sure. But that's what I was wondering is like, do you see something as well, you need to do all those things, but it appears that motivation is a problem or a mindset is a problem or whatever with you. And so, you know, let's do all those things. Cause that was, that is the track that we need to do to go to your objective, but it's not just employees. It is employees, but how do you get there? And so maybe, you know, that's what I was wondering, like, you know, like, Hey, I see this in you. Here's a book that I've really been encouraged by for motivation or your mindset seems like this, but maybe it should be tweaked here or like what's the underlying. I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I don't think you're broken. I think you (laughs) think that you're broken, which is messing with your head. Okay. Your personality type is perfectly acceptable. You can do anything you want in this world being exactly what you are, your tonality, your energy level, the way that you are. I mean, when you say things like I should do this or, you know, to hit the million, I have to do this. You don't really have to do anything. And even with motivation, motivation is kind of overrated, right? Because it comes and goes. It's it pops in, it goes away. It pops in, it goes away. Uh, But you don't seek motivation. You seek let me, let me say it like this. Motivation automatically happens when mm. you're really clear on exactly what you want. Mm. If you really, really want the thing, mm-hmm. it creates energy. Or I'll yeah. give you a good example. So Myron Golden, who I talk about all the time because he's awesome and a genius and I love him. He, I think this is profound. People that live in anxiety, what they're basically doing is they're looking backwards And anxiety, not that you have anxiety, but I'm just saying in general, anxiety or when you feel paralyzed or stuck or you you feel like you're in constraint and you've lost momentum when you're stuck, it's usually because you're looking backwards or you're thinking about something bad that might happen and it's paralyzing you or you're overthinking something in perfectionism because you don't want to do something bad because someone might make fun. You're thinking of a negative outcome, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the opposite of that is anticipation. And that's when you, instead of looking backwards, you look forwards. And this is what's hard for people to do because our whole lives, we're always just like looking in the moment or behind us. Mm -hmm. Looking forwards creates anticipation. Anticipation is the thing that you should be seeking because 
when you are in true anticipation, you're full of energy. You can't, you're on fire, right? I don't know if you did Christmas as a kid, but like the night before Christmas, you can't sleep, right? And and you and a kid wakes up at 4 a.m. and runs downstairs to open presents. Why? You know, because of anticipation, because they're so excited for what's going to happen tomorrow that it creates so much energy in them that they can't even go to sleep. The same thing happens to business owners. When someone's really clear, and I don't know who you look up to in business or if you follow anybody specific, but usually the people that are on fire and just going and going and going and going, it's because they are running towards something that they can see really clearly in their head. It just doesn't exist around them yet. And they're just, they can't not do it. They're just, they're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I, like, if I told you as your coach, yeah, you should read 10 motivation books. You got to get more motivated, man. You're going to be, your business is going to fall apart if you're not more motivated. That is really bad advice. Mm-hmm. I think better advice is we got to find a way without beating ourselves up because there's nothing wrong with you without sure. having shame and guilt, the, the shame blame loop where we're like, oh, I'm so bad. I can't figure out what I want. That's such a waste of time. No one can figure out what they want until they think about what they want all the time for a long period of time because mm-hmm. uh, it takes a minute to turn yourself to looking forward. Mm-hmm. Right. What is the catalyst of turning? Like what, what do you, is there any, ha- any repeatable habits that you see where people, it becomes more clear? Like, is there any, or it just comes when it comes. You mean habits to find out what you want? Yeah. Like, yeah. The best way to find out what you want is to try lots of things, Mm -hmm. right? Have lots of conversations with your wife Mm -hmm. and, and, and just keep putting lots of things in front of you. And the ones that will create a lot of energy in you are the ones that we want to stick with. Right. Mm -hmm. So for example, you want to get into real estate. Well, maybe you take a, a trip to Florida, you tour a bunch of houses, you look at property, you you play with spreadsheets on the weekend and understand, you know, cash on cash returns and internal rate of return, or I don't know, all these MBA, you start getting nerdy with the thing that you say that you want and mm-hmm. you really, you, you test it, you play out, you play around with it. Mm-hmm. And if it creates a lot of energy in you, then we can anchor that in as a thing that you want. Mm-hmm. Now, what you don't want to do is sit doing your same boring, normal routine that you've always done. It's Mm -hmm. just daydream about what you want. If you think you want a nice car, go test drive a brand new Corvette. If you think you want a better house, go tour nicer houses, right? Mm -hmm. If you think you want more money, start building relationships with people that have tons of money. So it feels normal to you and start saying, am I like this? Do I like this? Do I want to vibe with this? You know, there's lots of like mind tricks I can give you for stuff like this. Like if you're in a funk, if you're in a funk, another thing you can do that might sound crazy, that is absolutely effective is you have to radically change your environment radically. So what I mean is like where you're from, where your toothbrush is in the bathroom to the way your entire office is set up to the boring white paint on the walls. That's, that's crap to how organized or disorganized it is to the clothes that you wear. You know, sometimes the best advice you can give someone is to have them go spend $5,000 on brand new clothes. Mm-hmm. And the most they've ever spent on clothes is 65 bucks at one time. And you say, go buy $5,000 worth of new clothes for the certain person in the right circumstance, depending that could change their whole life. That sounds crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But they become something else. Mm-hmm. We're changing your environment, get, get leasing a new office, anything that gives you fire. 
It mm. makes you feel like you're coming alive. And so you got to experiment with stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like it. All right. So attach. There's a guy uh, in one of my mastermind groups named Andrew Argue, and he's an accountant, but he's an accountant that teaches accounting firms how to make a lot more money. It's basically like a automate. It's like an automate gross sell, except for accountants, except mm-hmm. his business is way bigger than this one. And they they do like 20 million a year helping accountants. And this guy was making like 10,000 a month helping accountants. And so he hired a really expensive business coach named Sam Ovens to be his business coach. And I met Andrew briefly. And he, the first time he gave a presentation to our mastermind group, he was telling his story. He, he gave Sam Ovens all this money. I don't know how much, 50 grand, 100 grand, something like that to coach him. And after Sam got to know him and understood what was going on, he was making 10 grand a month and he wanted to make more and he paid all this money to Sam and he's just stuck and he just couldn't figure it out. Now, the advice that Sam gave to Andrew had nothing to do with business at all. He told him to change his hairstyle, to get a brand new wardrobe and to lease a super expensive apartment uh, that he couldn't afford really which is very aggressive advice to give someone as a coach. Like that's playing with people's like future and stuff. That's like, right. Mm-hmm. But Sam's are really good at what he does. And Andrew just did it. Right. Cause when you pay someone a whole bunch of money, you do what they say or else what's the point. Yeah. <laughs> so he did it long story short. He built a $20 million business in like the next two and a half years because of that, because that was a, something that had to flip in his head to up level his identity for him to have belief, you know, when you wake up in a, a nicer bedroom and your house is different, and your apartment's different and whatever, it just makes you feel different. And you put on a suit, you put on a $2,000 suit to go to work. You would literally work differently, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than rolling out of bed, putting on your flannel, putting on your crappy shoes, sitting in your boring white office with your computer. So tactically speaking, maybe there's some stuff there that you can use. Mm-hmm. environmental changes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I, to, be, to be clear, we're talking about how do you know what you want? Yeah. Or how, and, and my answer to that is by trying things and figuring out what creates a spark in you mm-hmm. and then doing more of that thing until it's a fire, right? Yeah. So you got to try weird stuff. Yeah. The other question you can ask yourself that people forget is, is there anything broken? Am I happy? Mm-hmm. Am I content? Am I truly content? Mm-hmm. And if you're content right now, that totally shifts the advice I would give you too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's wrong if you're content. In fact, I want to high five you and be like, way to go, man. People are live their whole life trying to figure that out. If you're content, then what we do with your business is all defensive. So we play defense instead of offense and we make sure that we don't lose your contentness, contentness, okay. which is different than saying, you know what? I want to own $50 million in real estate and I want this business to be the catalyst that puts me on the path to that road. That changes uh, everything. Cause now it's like, all right, growing through acquisition, more sophisticated financial understanding. Like it's just, you're going to have to do all of these things to get that result. Whereas over here, we play, do totally different defensive things to maintain your current result. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways, I am content, but but I don't. It does, just doesn't feel right if it's not growing. So I guess 
there it's a well, discontented right that discon- discontented connect right right that that was a very interesting phrase um and i want you to ask yourself this week if it's true it doesn't feel right unless things are growing is that idea is called a belief that's a belief that's inside your head you got to figure out if that's true or if it's not true mm. i could argue actually for it and against it i can play both sides right mm-hmm. but for you you got to figure out if that if you really care if, is it really true should i care maybe you're caring about something you shouldn't care about yeah said who who told you that mm. who's the boss of you making you feel all out of whack right now even though you're winning mm-hmm. right you have a family that loves you you have mm-hmm. a business that's, that's successful you absolutely are in control of your time and your money and all that but you feel bad sitting inside this successful bubble it's mm-hmm. interesting right mm-hmm. now you might come to the conclusion that you know what it is true because i say it's true and i'm sick of it I'm sick of moving slow. I'm sick of it taking 20 years to get to this level. I'm just sick. I don't want that. I want to be different. I want to go big. I want to become the guy that does something big quickly. That's great. Let's do it. But you got to like come to that conclusion. And now you know what you want. Now you're clear. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess part of it is like, well, I don't know what I would. (laughs) If I was just content with where it's at, I don't know what I would do every day. That doesn't matter though. That's a how question. Mm. There's a difference between what and how. So for example, I'll tell my wife, I'll say, I'll say, do you want to take three months off and we'll go to the Mediterranean on a vacation? Mm -hmm. And then she might say, she won't answer me because this is what humans do is when you ask them a what question, I'm asking her a yes or no. Do you desire this question? But she can't say yes, even though I already know the answer is yes, mm-hmm. because she goes, can't say yes. She goes, well, who's going to watch the kids? How, what's going to happen? We're not going to have income for three months. We're going to do this. We're going to travel. I mean, how much is that going to cost? I mean, we can't have the grandparents watch the kids for three. And so she does, she does this list of like filters that mm-hmm. prohibit her from even answering the obvious answer of, yes, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. Answer that first. Then figure out the details of the how. You have to know the what first. Lock it in. Mm-hmm. So when you say you don't know what you do every day, you're saying if if what? If you automated yourself out of the business? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If I was just like, I'm content okay. with where it's at. Uh, I guess. If you got it any more systemized than it is, then there's nothing for you to really do. You're saying you don't know what you do every day, right? Yeah, that's that sounds bad. Yeah, so okay, that's valid, but just be really clear that's a how question, those are how thoughts. So, the real thought is, do you want to be a hundred percent free from your business? Yes or no? There's not a wrong answer, but you gotta be able to answer it. I understand. I would say, I want to be growing and doing something. So, with your window cleaning business, with I'm asking about this company. Yeah. You want to be like you are now, or do you want to be absentee owner? There's no wrong answer. Don't worry about the how and what you're going to do with your time. That's a second question that we're going to ask after this one. 
But if I could push a magic button right now, boom, your income will never go down, but you never have to go to work again. Okay. Other than a monthly check-in or you check in. If I could push a magic button and deliver that to you, mm-hmm. do you want me to push the button? Yes or no. I'm about to push it. Should I, should I not push it? What do you, <sighs> you can only talk to your team once a month and, but your uh, income. No. do you want yeah, to push it? Push yes it. or no? Don't push it. Okay. So you I, don't, you don't want that. Like I'd like to try it, but I think it's both. I mean, that that's, you I'd know, like maybe, to try it. Maybe what you're doing too is, confl- you know what conflation is when you take two totally separate ideas and mush them into one thing. Yeah. It's, it's like a lot. It's like an error logically. So you have your business. Then you have you as a person. Mm-hmm. Is there, are you, are you, are you like mixing these things? Like, oh, probably. Is your business what you do or is your business who you are? Because when you say, um, well, man, I don't know what I do every day. And, you know, I just feel bad for not growing. I can't almost not tell if you're talking about the bit, you feel bad that your business isn't growing or you feel bad that Andy Pack isn't growing because those are totally separate things. Mm. Well, I think of, both. I mean, when the person grows, the business grows. When the business that, grows, the person's probably growing. So, I'd- well, that 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 could be true. In general, like if the person grows, yeah, business will grow. But what about the person who has a business in their portfolio? They're growing like crazy, and then they go do a different business. Mm-hmm. This one might not grow, but they're doing something else. But they're living their best life. They're killing it. They're happy. They're do- and then they go travel, and then they write become an author. I mean, they could do a variety of things. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I'm sure that it is tied in with my identity to some extent for, you know, I would, I've been doing it for 20 years. So I, I mean, I would think, I would yeah. think, yeah. I mean, I, I try not to let it be too much. I mean, I know that's not the healthiest, but I'm sure, I'm sure it is. You know, that's why I don't know if I'd get really depressed if I retired, like a lot of guys. That yeah. But home. because you don't know the, the how and what it would look like part, you're not allowing yourself to define the what hmm. is that confusing or is that, do you fully understand exactly what I just meant? Same you're saying, I don't, you're, you're trying to see how you could, well, I want to make sure I work at this many hours and this and this, and I want to be able to, I have the option to do these things. And then I'm saying, what do you want? What do you want? You're like, well, it depends. Let me see if I can figure out how I can get all these other things that aren't, and you're not answering. So mm-hmm. I, I view the business as a vehicle to drive mm-hmm. you to a destination, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. That's literally what it is. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I don't care about it. And I love my team and I'm big on culture. You know, I'm a passionate person. I love people that work with me. I'm always like I am right now. Mm-hmm. But the business is just there to to drive you from a destination to another place, to another destination. Yeah. I am not my business. Mm-hmm. It's not who I am. It's, it's what I do. There's a difference. Yeah. Men are really interesting about this because when you go to a party and you meet a bunch of men you've never met before what is the first thing that men ask each other what do you do yeah isn't that interesting what they're really saying is are you above me or below me Mm. this is the really saying because we're a hierarchical creature that's what we are hierarchical we we're like oh are you above me or below me above me below me above me below me and the rest is just bullcrap like that's literally what's happening there mm-hmm. <laughs> and so but what's also happening there is we're subconsciously assigning our identity to our work mm-hmm. and it could be i think that's kind of dangerous i don't prefer it but 
You can be really, you can be successful and do that. You can make a lot of money. Sure. I know lots of people that are, if they lost their business, it would ruin them emotionally Mm -hmm. or mentally. Right. Or think of a professional athlete and they break their leg after year two in the NFL and they become, they blow their brains out. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's terrible. Because football was who they were, not what they did. It was yeah. it was their idea. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I know it's something I try to keep in balance, but I think I'm. What, should... Define what do you mean? What's something you try to keep in balance? Well, I. I guess I kind of feel like it'll always be a little bit of your identity, but I think you, it's definitely helpful and desire, desirous to not let it, not let it become your identity. And the more you can, let I don't it even think cool. it's necessarily bad. It's just, I'm telling you, I, I don't like that. Yeah, no, I agree. But, I mean, but you can make a lot of money and be like that. Yeah. And if money is what you want, maybe you should make it like that. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Now to go back, because we're talking like super high level right now, which is, I love it. But Mm -hmm. to get back to practical, what do you do with your business in the meantime while you're waiting to figure all this stuff out? Right. Sure. Well, I have lots of things that are prudent and reasonable, rational, profitable, beneficial, useful, and helpful for you to do in the Mm -hmm. meantime, there's lots of things you can do. I just want to make sure that, you know, for you to get the most out of all this, Mm -hmm. if, if when your year is done and you're thinking back on it, I want you to be, you're going to have a better business automatically. You already Mm -hmm. are because we've done, we've done a lot of things even in the short time so far, Mm -hmm. but if you know exactly what you want and how to, how to use your business to get you there. I think that'll change your life permanently. Mm-hmm. I think you have a lot of inertia from 20 years of doing things a certain way. It's mm-hmm. going to take a minute to like pull out of that. Mm-hmm. You've done things a certain way for a really long time. Yeah. You know, That's so yeah. you might, call, you might, you might even at the end of this come to the conclusion. I like what I got. I really do. I like Mm -hmm. what I got. I'm not broken. I've Mm -hmm. already won. My friend, Tony Grubmeyer says, you've already won and there's nowhere to get. There's a quote for you. Maybe that's you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If you really (laughs) want more. My buddy Rob says, have you told your group you're an imposter that you, you know, you, you take lots of naps during the day and you're not like really working hard at it every single day. I'm like, that's not true. (laughs) But like, that's what he thinks, you know, he's like, you've already won, dude. Like I work 80 hours a week. You work, you know, 20, like that's not true, but it's kind of true in the sense that. It's almost like you feel bad for succeeding, which is a whole other bag of worms. right? I know. <laughs> I don't think I do, but I'm sure, you know, things, things are deep sometimes and you don't. Dude, the deep stuff's where all the gold is. It's just hard and it's frustrating to dig through it and figure it out. And it's confusing and it's exhausting. Just stick with it. Keep doing the deep things. If you want books, I got books for days, days, you know, and you should read, you should read lots of different things. And so you get little hints at what you might want and, you know, the different things you hadn't thought of. You know, one good one's called, have you read Atomic Habits? I feel like your personality would love that book. 
Okay. It's about micro habits and, and, and another concept he calls habit stacking. That's like really, really interesting. Yeah. Okay. And it has to do with like all kinds of very simple things. He also talks a lot about environmental shifts too. Right. Mm. So like if you're going to start a new routine tomorrow, we need to like rearrange your world today. So you wake up tomorrow with a new environment and then you execute mm. on your micro habits and you, you start stacking your habits and you, you move along and it's way more effective to do it that way. Okay. Like, like one of his examples is, this is interesting. So let's say you have a goal to, to lose 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretend that's written out right here. Well, you know, that this thing will automatically happen to someone who's consistently going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Automatically. So really, shouldn't we make the goal consistently go to the gym? Forget mm-hmm. about the 50 pounds. And then really, really, we shouldn't stop there because consistently going to the gym, you know, you're going to automatically consistently go to the gym. If you, if you get up and get in your car every morning at 6am mm-hmm. because with your bag packed the night before, like basically you break it down Just to where your, your goal becomes every night I pack my gym bag and I put it in the backseat of my car. And every morning I wake up at six 30 and I get in my car. Mm-hmm. That's your, because now you've set in motion this entire, like, you're not going to go back in the house. You're already there. Your shoes are on. It's like, eh, so then you'll go mm-hmm. and you forget about the 50 pound thing. You forget about it. You just focus on the consistency of chopping the wood of the every night. I pack my gym bag and put it in the backseat of my car. And every morning I get up at six 30 and I get in my car and I start it. That's mm-hmm. my habit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a different way to look at it. Look at it, yeah. It's about it's about doing the work versus the yeah. That's good. I have heard of that habit stack. I haven't read that book though, but I'm, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I think you'll love it. it yeah. I I don't get a lot of books where I just read them all the way through. I usually I listen to books most of the time, mm-hmm. but yeah. I just did not turn it off until it was done pretty much. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'll definitely get it. I have an audible account. There's a lot of books in there. So, um, okay. So see what's important. The budget is done. I hired, I did reach out to the Yeti books that one time. I didn't follow up, but I, um, I hired my accountant guy and he's going to do it 150 bucks a month and just have it done for me. So cool. Should be good. Um, yeah. So the most important thing, it sounded like. Most important thing for you to get the most out of this or anybody that ever helps you with anything the rest of your life is to know exactly what you want. Get clear of what I want. Yeah. I cannot say this enough. And, uh, it might take you six years and one day you're going to wake up and say, oh my God, I get it. It will change your life. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein said that if he was asked to solve a problem in an hour, he would spend the first five minutes defining the problem. The first 55 minutes defining the problem and the last five minutes solving it. Mm-hmm. What you're doing when you come on here and you're like, should, well, should I do this with employees? Should I do a dashboard? Should I do that? You're doing it backwards. Okay. You're like trying to solve a problem that hasn't been defined. 
and it doesn't make sense, okay. but it feels like it makes sense. And while you're working by yourself and I'm not here and you're just like clicking on things and you're looking at spread, like you're doing stuff, you're just doing stuff. Yeah. And it feels like you're making progress, but really you're just busy. Same. And being busy doesn't mean anything. Right. Productivity and busyness are not the same thing. They, they can be. You could be very busy being productive, but you could also be very busy doing a whole lot of nothing that isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like a boat in the Gulf of Mexico f- drifting with the currents versus one that you know has the sail set and it's tacking correctly in the right direction. It has GPS coordinates. It has the rudder down. Like Very different things. They're both boats. They're both in the Gulf of Mexico. One of them is just the guy could be running around tying ropes and cleaning the deck all day and he's not going anywhere. I mean, he's going somewhere. He's floating around. He's drifting. Yeah. And and you're drifting. And the reason is because you haven't set a destination that's clear. Mm -hmm. And I kind of made you set a destination kind of as a placeholder. But I think we both know it wasn't like the end all be all like, Oh, I want this more than anything, but we needed something with your primary objective of hitting a million this year and taking a four week vacation without communicating with staff. I kind of like made you say something. And I knew that I did because I, that's what I always do, mm-hmm. but like, we need to keep editing it. We need to keep tweaking it. We can delete it entirely. We, we got to keep pivoting and tweaking until we hit that thing. That is like, this is the thing. Okay. And then you'll have more motivation than you do now. You'll work harder than you do now. You'll be more productive than you are now because you're doing all the things you are doing are to get an exact specific result. And when you have a down week and you're in the dumps and you feel like crap, then as a coach, I say, Andy, listen, it's time to man up. I'll be hard on you because I know that you know what you want. And my job is be hard on you to help you get what you want. The reason I'm not hard on you or I'm like, oh, yeah, you're so bad. You're unmotivated is because, of course, you're like this. You don't know what you want. Mm -hmm. Every single person that doesn't know what they want is like this. Mm -hmm. They're just running around doing stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Dude, I hope you're getting this. This is like, this is profound, bro. Because when people are in pain, they'll do anything to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But when you're not in pain, which is you right this second, your business, everything's okay. You know, it'd yeah. be different if you're two months behind on your mortgage and you were three employees short. Yeah. These questions become very easy. Right. But because you're okay, it's causing turmoil in your brain because mm-hmm. you haven't trained yourself on how to look forward instead of backwards. You haven't trained yourself how to build anticipation for something. Mm-hmm. rather than anxious anxiety over the past or something that could happen again. It's yeah. it's like a muscle. You got to work it. Keep working it. You got to disrupt stuff. You got to, you got to try, mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think my brain always thinks too, you know, it's like, well, what do you want? Do you want a $6 million business? Like, well, of course, but not really. Cause that means, that means, maybe 70 hour weeks. That means, you know, less time with your friends. That means all these things, but that's what you already said. You said, don't, when you ask about vacation, you go immediately from the, from the what do you want to how are we going to do it? And I think you said, it's more important that you keep feeding the what, right. Keep feeding the, well, you have to, you don't have to feed the what you have to discover the what discover it and buy you have it. to find it. 
Okay. You choose it. Yeah. After you choose it, the hows become clear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and, and no big project, you're never, ever, ever going to know how to do any big goal mm-hmm. from day one. You mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. Most people, that's a requirement for setting a goal is they will only set a goal if they know how to make it happen from day one. Mm-hmm. And because that's impossible, they never set big goals. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They do, just like I said with my wife, the same type of thing. And that's just an, that's not a real example, but it's just, just showing how humans are. Sure. You ask someone if they want something, they can't say yes because mm-hmm. they don't see how it's possible. And so they won't even say the word yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The step one is saying, yes, I freaking want that. I want it bad. Mm. I want it really bad. I'm willing to suffer to get it. I'm willing to do hard things on the way towards it. Mm-hmm. Once that is locked in, then you say, all right, how the heck am I going to do this? Mm. And it might take 15 years. It might take six months. It depends on what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Then the hows start to fall into place and you still don't get all of them. You get one of them and then you get three more and then you get 10 more, you know, mm-hmm. are you, I don't know if you're uh, a Christian or anything or not, mm-hmm. but the Bible talks about some Bible is just full of practical business lessons, but yeah. you know, Jesus, when he tells people how to pray, it's one of those scriptures. It's like, we've heard 700,000 times. So it doesn't hit. It doesn't really mean it's just like memorized. It's the Lord's prayer, right? Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The kingdom come, there will be done. Earth is blah, 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 blah. But then he says, give us this day, our daily bread. And so this is the creator of the universe t- teaching all the rest of us. Here's like the structure or the framework on how to pray. And a key piece to his framework is to pray for 24 hours at a time. <laughs> he's saying pray for one day's worth of stuff to eat mm-hmm. that's weird because what we do is we say dear lord please give me a 14.3 percent annualized return on my 401k and give me the and it's like this we zoom out so far because we're uncomfortable doing one step at a time without seeing the whole picture but mm-hmm. god wants us to be uncomfortable not seeing the whole picture which is what forces us to be dependent on him Mm-hmm. And there's other reasons for it. Or there's another scripture that says, my word is a lamp into your feet. It doesn't mm-hmm. say it's a 2 billion candle watt spotlight, you know, an artificial sun into your feet. Like you, mm-hmm. you can see like three steps. You can see far enough in front of you to not fall off a cliff and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's like with goals, because when you set a big one and you really do want it and it's big, like it freaks you out, but you have decided this is what I want you're you're only going to see a few feet in front of you when you start mm-hmm. moving towards it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it always is. Mm-hmm. You just start, but at least you have a destination now and you have the fire to do the hard thing when it gets hard because you actually want it in the first mm-hmm. place. It's mm-hmm. good. I'm glad you circled me back on that again. I mean, you'd think I would have, you've mentioned it several times, but getting clear with what you want. I'll give you another kind of hack. So when people struggle with what they want, what you do is instead of thinking really far out in the future, which you just, if you just can't find the thing, Mm -hmm. you bring it back closer to you. Mm -hmm. So 
so there's things that you there's there's different types of goals. Alex Sharfin has like these definitions of all these different goals. The big one he calls your Super Bowl goal. And then you have like your championship goal, which would be so Super Bowl is like your legacy of your life. Like what are people reading at your obituary, right? Mm-hmm. But then like your your championship goal might be your annual goal. And then you might have a quarterly sprint or you might have a monthly focus or you might have a weekly um, goal. That's what he does. And then you have a daily intention. But all these are uh, aligned in the same direction, pointing towards the Super Bowl goal. But it breaks it down all the way to the day. But if you don't know what your Super Bowl is or what your championship, if you don't know what you want in a year, if you don't know what you want in six months, you don't know what you want in three months, then you set a primary objective of 30 days. Mm -hmm. If you're you're not even clear on that, if you can't get anything to give you energy and create a fire around that, then we turn it into seven days. Mm. What can give us fire for seven days? Okay. What can give us fire for 24 hours? You just keep bringing it closer and closer. Mm. Yeah. Kind of just my whole life has been, has been defense, you know, and, and so survival. And so I need, I'm ready to, work on yeah thinking not about that but thinking about what do i really want you know be motivated by that versus yeah that's actually dude this is profound it's almost like you know how to stop the other team from scoring like you you, you're very well trained at how to not fail Mm -hmm. there it is that's how we say it but you're not trained on how to win. Yeah. And they're um, different. This not, is a defense offense thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not to the point of it comes and goes, you know, sometimes you get excited about winning for sure, but, but it's definitely bent the other direction. You know, everybody, I, I don't mean like on the micro level, like you, you don't know how to set a goal and hit it with your business. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking mm-hmm. like mega zoomed out. Okay. What like, I'm saying is, your yeah. default is to play defensively, to be cautious, to be careful, mm-hmm. to to gradually to have incremental growth that's manageable. These are all defensive things. They're they're all things designed to help you not screw it up. Yeah. Or to help totally. you not fail. But totally. there's a whole other skill set you should maybe explore and see if you mm-hmm. like it, which is figure out how to do big things that are crazy. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to do with the business necessarily or money. It could be anything. You right. Learn how to <laughs> rock climb. You could learn how to, you could do a cage fight. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but something that's so out of the ordinary for you, but it gets you excited. That would be an example of, you know, developing that muscle of playing offense or playing to win rather than not to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. I mean, I'm thankful for the other. It's important. It's it's important also, but it's. But you've mastered it. It's not. Yeah. You already know how to do it. You've known how to do it for 15 years, probably. Oh, well, it started when I was young. Yeah. I mean, it's been a. It's been a. That's why when you say like, it feels weird when it's not growing. I'm like, are we talking? Does it feel weird? The business isn't growing or you? It feels like you're not growing as a person. And so. That yeah. should really be the focus. Oh, it is. I mean, I, yeah, I always want to be growing. Um, 
I mean, I'm, I always listen. I'm always listening to podcasts, listen to books, listen to like I always, but it's always tempered with, I think this other deeper, you know, strategy of, of defense. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's actually your superpower. And oftentimes our superpower is also kind of our, our weakness or our blind spot. It's true for me. It's true for most people. The -hmm. thing that makes you great is the thing that holds you back. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being multidimensional, trying new things, being willing to be bad at something like Mm -hmm. setting a big goal and just miserably failing someone like you would probably hate that really Mm -hmm. badly Mm -hmm. where someone else might be totally fine doing that. And they do it over and over and over again. And so they'll get a big win, but, but because they're like that, they're also weak because they'll make really, really stupid decisions on impulses and stuff. And you're not an impulsive person, right? So nobody has it all, man. The grass isn't greener. Don't try to say like, Oh, I'm not the motivated one in the group. No, you're Andy. That's what you're supposed to be. You're you. Sure. Sure. The grass is greener wherever it's watered. Yeah. Yeah. Water your own grass. Don't worry about anybody else's. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was over that, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. You know, it's ironic about like, it. I'll have another call with someone else that's in the group and they'll, they'll be like, man, how do I, you know, I'm just, how do I get more like consistent and like just steady like Andy? <laughs> can I be like him? It's like, dude, knock it off. Lean into your strengths. Put the people around you to compensate for weaknesses. Put yourself outside of your comfort zone and have fun and experiment with stuff. I would tell them the same thing. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're not broken there's no, nothing I, wrong i know i know you just yeah yeah i didn't think i yeah i didn't think i was i mean you get in different mind in different situations and you're like you start thinking thoughts you hadn't you hadn't thought for a while you know or whatever so it's good it's all part of growing i guess it's a little bit of pain and discomfort so but i like thinking about this stuff and uh I'm definitely going to re-listen to this call. I mean, your goals for our call for for this week were to update your budget and update a job description. So there's just a practical thing that you'll get done this week, which is I'll get done. Yeah. Yeah. Those are practical. We can keep setting practical things to do and we will. Mm -hmm. But in the Mm -hmm. back of your mind, you should be thinking about what we talked about today as the main thing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Because I think that's like you said, I think that's where the fire comes and that's where the where it comes from i mean i i think that's gonna be yeah i think like you said that'll be the trigger for massive growth as opposed to yeah it happens effortlessly once you figure it out yeah myron always says you know people are always trying to do stuff and like most things they're doing it backwards you should stop trying to do stuff the whole game is Mm -hmm. is to figure out how to feel Mm -hmm. like doing stuff Mm-hmm. Okay. So rather than saying, should I do employees? Should I do this? Should I do that? That's great. I mean, but you're missing it. Yeah. If you can figure out how to make yourself feel this fire, this sense of urgency, this excite, this anticipation, you're mm-hmm. automatically going to do all the stuff. Right. But it's easy. It's effortless. Right. It's a mindset. Because right? there's a reason that you're doing it that's been clearly defined. There's a destination. 
right? Yeah. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for The Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on The Growth Vault. Thank you.